Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Charles Gerth, who is the CEO of Science for Data. That's science, the number four data. And his website is scienceforedata.com, which again, it's science, the number four data.com. Charles, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Jen. Great to, great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just thought I'd ask because it's 2021 now. I'm curious to know if we feel any different than 2020. <laughs> You know, I think uh, I think that I feel pretty good. I felt pretty good in 2020. I mean, with good. you know, a very interesting situation going on in the world. But uh, you know, it doesn't mean that uh, you can't continue to move forward and you know, live by your values and make good things happen. So. Yeah, I love that attitude. I, I think like, you know, I, someone had phrased it to me like, you know, entrepreneurs are problem solvers and 2020 COVID was just another problem. And I was like, I like it when you look at it that way, because, you know, like mainstream media and like everything else will make it like like the biggest issue in the world. But it's still a problem that you can work through and um, or around <laughs> uh, and you can still find a way to live on with your life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I mean, everyone's healthy and uh, business is doing well and, you know, we're pulling forward. So awesome. That's fantastic. Yep. Love it. Love it. Well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, your company since you're uh, sharing that business has been awesome for you. Uh, Your company, again, is Science for Data. Uh, Tell us for people that are hearing about your company for the first time, like what are you about and who do you love to serve? Yeah, sure. So um, we basically have created an AI engine that specializes in analyzing text, news media, social media. And um, we currently are delivering um, platforms and solutions to the PR industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so with our, with our approach of really analyzing data, we've been able to solve some pretty significant pain points in that industry. Mm. And, um, you know, we've come up with a, a platform and tooling and dashboards that quickly deliver insights that, you know, allow them to see trends that, you know, they're unable to see with the current kind of um, set of tools that are in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, this platform uh, solution that you created uh, really solves some of the major pain points of the PR agency. Can you list a couple of examples? Like what are some of those pain points that, you know, PR agency or PR industry uh, tends to struggle with? Yeah. So one, I mean, everyone is really concerned with what I'll call noisy data, Mm. um, where they may believe that they're getting, you know, hundreds of stories around a topic, but when they go through and take a look at that source data, there's really only 50 or 30 or 40 that are relevant. Um, Mm. With our platform and kind of the fact that we've built it AI to the core, uh, we can provide all sorts of filters so they can really see the data and we deliver really clean source data into our engine. Um, That's a can't underestimate how important, you know, really clean data is in a platform. Um, that's mm-hmm. one area. The other is because we're doing, you know, very rich machine learning and analysis, um, we're able to pick trends out of topics. Um, PR agents always have to know kind of what are they going to pitch next to their clients. Mm. And we're able to really surface insights on trends that, you know, may show that this is going to be the next big thing. And it hasn't happened yet, but it's starting to really trend up in the media. And because we 
kind of are analyzing in many cases thousands of articles, we're able to pick that out of the uh, set of articles there and really present that in an easy to digest way yeah. um, to those PR firms. Yeah, I think that's really incredible. Uh, so Charles, I know that you started your company just about three years ago. <laughs> so did, what, yeah. tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to starting Science for Data. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I, I've spent most of my career in uh, you know management positions and generally real mid-size um, technology and services firms and always focused on innovation, innovation around data. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, had a bunch of, you know, pretty successful uh, experiences. I always wanted to do a product company, always wanted to do a SaaS company. And mm-hmm. uh, so three years ago, one of my, um, uh, you know, former clients, we were talking and I had noticed that with a lot of our big corporate clients, they were paying extensive amounts of money to try to do big data. And, mm. um, you know, if you look at Google or Facebook or Twitter or Amazon, they figured out how to really take big data and, and really drive insights that they can win in the market. We all mm. see that happening. But in a lot of other industries, they're spending significant amount of money to try to try to figure that out and not really getting the business value. So we we kind of said, hey, let's come out with a platform that will allow business people to really get insights from big data without the need um, to have a big army of expensive data scientists and data wranglers. And mm-hmm. that was really kind of the genesis to start the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as things kind of progressed, we developed a platform that actually runs on top of Google Cloud. And we are able to take advantage of all of the great technical features from Google. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been able now to really take that and create a tool where within, you know, a half hour, companies can analyze hundreds or thousands of news articles and see a very rich dashboard that shows, you know, incredible insights into their, their business. Yeah. Um, that's what we've, we've done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really uh, incredible. And, uh, you know, I guess in your background of, you know, working in mid-sized tech and innovating around data, um, you know, it, it kind of just seemed like the a natural direction for you to uh, eventually create this kind of uh, AI platform for PR industries. Uh, for people that are, you know, maybe interested in, 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 you know, using AI and creating platforms like this, like, tell us, like, what was that process for you to be like, okay, we're going to create this, like, for, to make PR, you know, PR people's lives easier. <laughs> Yeah, so, so it's a great it's a great question. Um, mm-hmm. We, you know, as an entrepreneur, I didn't always have that clean vision that I have today and that understanding. So mm-hmm. when we first came out with the platform, you know, we really didn't just focus on PR. We had done, you know, a fair amount of work with geopolitical risk firms and mm-hmm. ETF funds and media companies and politics, and we we're able to definitely surface some real valuable insights. Um, however, Um, Well, we decided to really focus on one industry, which happens to be PR and go deep. Mm -hmm. We started to see very common challenges with customers as we got closer to those customers. And um, if we solve those problems or could do things with that technology that worked for this customer, well, a lot of the other customers in that segment had the exact same pain points. So Mm -hmm. there was definitely real synergies of really focusing on one niche and really understanding their pain points. Um, and then delivering tools and solutions to really address those pain points as well as give them insights that they just simply don't have today. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give me kind of like maybe a case study, uh, like share with me, maybe you don't have to mention names, uh, like a PR industry where they were able to use your platform and were very, let's say, surprised at the trend they found in, in a, maybe doing a search of a particular topic. Yeah, sure. So, um, and I want to be cautious that I don't give away any uh, client names, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so we typically what we have a part of our solution that we call horizon scanning or topic mapping. And mm. if you look at most of the platforms that are in the industry today, they'll show you um, share a voice, they'll show you density. Um, what mm. we do though is we actually, because we have a full engine, we go and we basically expose all of the people, all of the places, all of the organizations across that entire set of news. Mm-hmm. And then what we're able to do is we're able to look at that and say, um, you know, maybe this individual or this company that's coming into a space is starting to trend up. They may not be the biggest player, mm-hmm. but when we do an analysis over the last three weeks, we can say, oh, look at that. This has popped up into the news now mm. um, and is significant. And people see that and it allows them to really identify trends that they can then use as stories with their corporate clients. So, mm-hmm. so PR firms typically, you know, what are they going to pitch next, right? What is the next big thing? And if you can see the trends in the marketplace that your competitors don't know about, what mm-hmm. we've been able to share with you or kind of highlight, they can then take that go to their corporate clients and say, hey, did you know that this is actually trending and we believe this is going to be a pretty big story? They've got the measurements, the metrics. So, so it's really two things. At one, it shows them what is trending, what is going to get hot, right? Yeah, or just yeah. the opposite, what's going the other way, right? So maybe right. you think something's still a story, but you know, the media has lost interest in it. So, yeah, I feel like it's kind of looking into like a, a magical, like one of those crystal balls. It's like, okay, what, what's the next thing or what's the you know big next thing. And I love how you created this platform where people can see in numbers, like what, what are the latest trends? What can you talk about? Or what's like, like you said, what is going on the wayside? What's not as popular um, that you shouldn't talk about anymore. Yeah, we, uh, that's, that's definitely true. The other thing that we've done is that when we bring in media, we classify all of the sources of the media. Mm. We know who the journalists are that wrote those articles. So in addition to just identifying what's hot, we can very quickly say, not only this is this hot, but here's the 20 journalists that have written articles about this over the last two weeks. Mm. If you want to get picked up in that story, these are the people you want to talk to, as opposed to you know, trying to find a journalist database and, well, this guy is cataloged three years ago because he was interested in this topic. These are people that are now writing about this today. Yeah. Um, so we can really help them then extend and get that story out. Yeah, no, very fascinating. Um, So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Charles, as I pointed out, uh, you know, Science for Data has been around for three years now. And a third of that was during uh, COVID, during uh, 2020. So I'm curious to know, um, you know, when everything started to, you know, when stuff started to hit the fan, um, did that impact your, your business in any way in a positive, negative way? Like, I'm just curious to know, like, how, you know, how did that impact your business? So it absolutely impacted our business. Mm -hmm. Um, we, uh, we literally came out with the first version of our modern platform in January oh, wow. of 2020. Um, uh-huh. And we had a number of uh, pretty big deals that were lined up with mm. um, firms that basically when COVID first hit, they were advisory firms. Mm. And they basically said, look, we're really sorry, but you know, we need to pick this back up in June. And as I looked at the pandemic, I'm like, they're not coming back in June, right? right so right. Um, so for a while, we're like, okay, what are we going to do? We probably need to pivot in some way. Um, mm-hmm. 
we saw a lot of people jumping into healthcare and we decided not to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, What we did do is we, uh, when COVID first hit, we decided that, hey, we've got really innovative technology. Mm -hmm. Although we want to sell it as a SaaS platform, you know, there's companies that are interesting in the core technology. Um, So Mm -hmm. from a financial standpoint, we were able to take our tool and work with some other people that were doing innovative things and they basically built our product into their solutions. Um, The other thing that I think it really forced us to do was to really do a deep dive into what is the product we're going to bring to market and really, instead of trying to sell to five or six different verticals and um, areas, really focus on PR. Um, And once we made that decision Mm -hmm. and really went after that niche with our, you know, with our capability, things really, really turned around for us. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but it's been tough. I mean, I will say I talked to a lot of people when there seems to be, um, you know, some strong areas of technology now, like cloud providers are doing great and people Mm -hmm. that are in security are doing good. And, um, but innovation's been challenged, right? So I think buyers are spending maybe less on innovation, more and just kind of tying things up. Um, Mm -hmm. So in some ways we have to fight through that. So. Yeah. You know, uh, in your journey, I am curious to know, like in your journey so far and having to pivot and everything, and it sounds like there, there had been some good things that came out, obviously, like you were able to, um, kind of have other companies, uh, build your product into their solutions with, which I think is really incredible. Um, as well as uh, niche down to the PR industry, as we've been alluding to for the majority uh, of this conversation. Um, and so on your journey so far, Charles, uh, what would you say at this point, um, you're most proud of? Um, I think I'm most proud of my team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been in the industry for a while and I've been able to bring in some, you know, really excellent people who have really worked uh, incredibly hard, share the vision, share the dream and mm-hmm. um, have really, you know, really decided that this is something that we can do that's fundamentally going to really enable these companies to extend their businesses. And, um, you know, uh, I think that's probably my proudest moment is just, building a team that can really deliver, you know, incredible things and are very passionate about doing that. Yeah, um, for sure. I love that. And, you know, I imagine that, you know, since I always say since 2020, um, you know, that you were able to kind of bond and go through that uh, experience together. And if you can kind of go through that, I feel like you can go through anything with a team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Charles, uh, before I kind of shift gears here, I just wanted to make sure I've covered all my bases. Is there anything else you want people to know about uh, science for data? Um, I mean, I think just that, um, you know, we definitely are, I think, very innovative. We've done some pretty, really neat things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have a platform that, um, you know, we really, we know it's world-class and, mm-hmm. um, you know, while we're very focused on the PR space and you know we're not a super large company yet right so we have to mm-hmm. be you know very selective in what we sell and market into um mm-hmm. you know for other entrepreneurs that are out there if they're looking at you know maybe leveraging this type of technology um you know we have decided that we will in other areas allow people to kind of embed that technology and um you know or bring it to market so if a couple of other areas where people are either white labeling what we have or taking that um, Mm -hmm. into those spaces. So I think that's, you know, that's one thing I guess worth, worth noting. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a great, great journey for sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds to me in a way you're, you're looking for like collaborative opportunities in a sense. It's like, yeah, if your company can integrate uh, our platform into your solutions and let's talk. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. Uh, we've done, we've done a few and um, you know, the, the opportunities are definitely there. We just, I just realized now it took me a while to, you know, it's funny you, you realize things and then things move in the right direction, but for mm-hmm. our sales and marketing efforts, I mean, we really want to really focus on PR. Um, and, uh, you know, that's really where we're going to focus the majority of our sales, marketing, and really our efforts. But, we, you know, we have this platform that's, you know, you can create a topic on politics or mm-hmm. other things very quickly. And, um, you know, other people have kind of seen that opportunity of, you know, partnered with us too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I imagine that um, because everyone is on Google nowadays and trying to actually uh, become more uh, versed in the news, uh, this is really an opportune time for PR people to do what they do. And obviously for you to uh, capitalize off of that opportunity. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, everyone, almost everyone is on Google and mm-hmm. um, you know what I like to say, I mean, it's one of the reasons we platformed on Google. Um, mm-hmm you know, we basically have tools that allow us or allow our users to define a topic. And the way we've gone about that definitely leverages Google. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, kind of is like Google on steroids as far as getting <laughs> the story. Um, uh-huh. A lot of our competitors, they've gone and they've tried to pre-pull data off of the internet and then analyze that data. Mm-hmm. The problem is if they don't pull all the data, they're going to have holes in what they have. Um, mm-hmm. We say, Google has probably the biggest, in fact, they do have the biggest index news media, um, social, they have it already there. We just intelligently go grab what we need Mm. to analyze. So it's fundamentally different. And, you know, the Google cloud environment, I mean, Google, let's face it, they know how to do AI, they know how to do machine learning, and they provide a lot of APIs that we've extended and can take advantage of. So, um, you know, we like to pass that knowledge, that understanding onto our customers. Yeah, I think to me, it sounds like you're just trying to help your customers work smart more than work hard with your platform. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's all about helping your customers remove pain or get a gain, right? Hmm. And uh, we see the existing customers are spending an exorbitant amount of time, you know, looking at their current tooling and saying, oh, I can't give this to my client because mm-hmm. they'll see that this data is wrong, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're spending a lot of time cleaning up data so that they can deliver it to their corporate clients and reporting or what have you. And, you know, with our tool, literally you just go in, you say, well, I wonder what this analysis would look like if I just remove the PR space or I take mm-hmm. out, you know, uh, general news or I remove this site or these sites. So we really have, um, you know, given them the flexibility they need so that, you know, what they can do in a couple of clicks could take a long time if you've got to go to the source and, you know, mm-hmm. remove data and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, and obviously, I feel like we've only uh, scratched the surface uh, in what you do, Charles, but that's why people should check you out <laughs> and check out your yeah, website. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> um, but before sure. we go, I do have uh, one more question I thought I'd ask, uh, you know, considering that this is a show for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, do you have any parting words of wisdom or advice that you want to share with our listeners here at The Thoughtful Entrepreneur? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think uh, you better love what you do, right? Uh, you better really <laughs> love, love it and be be passionate about it. And, um, um, you know, I'll say I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but Mm -hmm. the last three years, um, I feel like I now know what it is to be an entrepreneur. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, 
it's a, like the highs are never as high as you think they are and the lows aren't quite as low as you think they're going to be. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, believe in it, take care of your customers and, um, um, you know, make things happen. So. Yeah. Wonderful. I just love how you said you better love what you do <laughs> because then I feel like that can, you know, outlast, like, like you mentioned, like the ups and the downs that you uh, may be experiencing, which you will, cause that's just the life of an entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say that there aren't entrepreneurs that maybe just fall right into the perfect spot. And, um, mm. I'm sure that happens sometimes, but, uh, but yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work as I'm sure most of the people on your, your show will tell you. And, uh, but I'll tell you what, every day I get up and I love what I do. Yeah. I know my team loves it and you know, we're starting to make a difference in our customers' lives, which is also important. So Yeah, definitely. Well, I love that, Charles. Like obviously I can tell that you love doing what you do just with everything that you shared with us today. So, you know, again, I just want to thank you so much for your time and for joining us here on the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Right. I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, you know, uh thank you for for your time and look forward to Maybe doing another session in the future. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> you never that'd be know. great. <laughs> yeah, okay. awesome. And uh, and again, to our listeners, this is Charles Gerth, who is the CEO of Science for Data. You can learn more about him and his company at sciencefordata.com, and that's science4data.com. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.